So yesterday we discussed the proper placement of the tefillin shalrosh, and we said there are two parts to this. One, one of them is the beginning, the front of your tefillin shalrosh, which is your bias, the proper placement for it, and just to repeat that it's supposed to be the whole bias is supposed to be uh, beyond the hairline uh, towards the top of your head and not drooping over the hairline. So that's the uh, that's the f- first halacha when it comes to the tefillin shalrosh. And the second part is the knot, the kesha shal tefillin, that has to be in the proper place in the back of your head. So let's just explore a little bit about the kesha shal tefillin before we get to the specific placement of it. So the Gemara tells us that the kesha is halacha l'mayshmi sinai. Now we have a, we definitely have a minhag to do to to tie the knot in the shape of a dalit or some type of specific form. We'll get to that in a moment. <clears throat> and the question is, is this also part of the Halacha Mashmi Sinai? So Rashi on the on the Gemara, Rashi says yes, the Kesha Shatfilin, the the Dalid that we tie with the Tfilin, that's Halacha Mashmi Sinai. Rashi says based on the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem, uh Varok Khamiaras Kishem Hashem that 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 the uh, Hashem is on you, that the uh, nations of the world will see and they'll be afraid. I'm sorry, the, the Pasuk is escaping me. I'm in a car. Um, sorry for recording from a car, but I am on the road. So, Rashi says that the shame Shakai is is seen on your tefillin. How do you see this, this, the name of Shakai, which is Shin, a Dalad, and a Yod? The Shin is on your tefillin. The Dalad, the Shin is on the tefillin Sharosh. The Dalad is a knot in the back of your head, and the Yod is the knot on your tefillin shalyah. That's the shame shakai, and that's how Rashi learns that the kesher is the shape of a dollar. Many other Rishonim do not learn like this. They learn that the halach l'moshim is that you need to have a knot. You need to have a knot on your tefillin shalrosh. You have to tie it. The same way we tie our tefillin shayad, you have to tie your tefillin shalrosh. That's the halach l'moshim but the the dollar itself is is a minhag. And the uh, a third shita, which is basically the halacha l'mashim Sinai, is to do a real, real kesher shatzvon. Um, but the actual and should be the dalid, but it's nothing to do with the shame shakai. That that's Rashi. Rashi made up. That's this other opinion in the in the Rishonim that the shame shakai itself is not part of the tefillin. And and the source and the and proof to this would be if it was in fact a real shame of shin shin and a dalad and yod. So how could you ever take off your tefillin? If you take off your tefillin, you're erasing the name of, 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 of Hashem. Additionally, we know clearly in halacha that the ritzuah, the straps, and the kesher only have a din of tashmishe kedusha. They are not kedusha mamish. It's not exactly kedusha. So if it was in fact the name of shin, a dalad and yod, that would itself have the halachic status of kedusha. Not Tashmishi Kedusha, and we see that we don't pass them like that. So, these are proofs against Rashi to say that the Halacha Lamashmi Sinai is not to form the name Shakai. But either way, that's the Minhag. Everyone agrees the Minhag is to have a Dalid in the back of your tefillin. Now, for most Ashkenazi Jews, you look at their back of their tefillin, and many people don't even realize on their own, but when you're, when you're uh, taking off your tefillin at least, you look at it for a second, you'll see. If your your typical Ashkenazi Jew will have a dalid, uh, uh, it looks like a dalid. The knot is tied in the shape of a dalid. Many of the Hasidim and many had the practice to do something that looks like a box. 
It's not a, it's not a dollar. It looks like a box. So how do you have a dollar that looks like a box? So there are two ways of understanding this in the, in the Paiskim. Some of the Paiskim use the term of a double dollar. That when you tie it, you in fact make two dollars. So you have two dollars instead of one dollar. And if you go to a swarm store when you're purchasing ritsuas, when you're when you're when you're uh, ordering your tefillin, they'll ask you what type of what type of knot do you want? Do you want the regular knot or do you want the double dollar knot? Now, how's a double dollar like a real dollar? So it's very hard to understand with a double dollar. But what the Eliyahu Rabbah says and the Mishabur says is that. It's not that the knot itself makes the dalad. If you look, when you tie a double dalad knot, you have the ritsuish, the actual straps, when they come out, they form the letter dalad. The right side goes straight down, and the left ritsua goes out, out uh, horizont- horizontally, and you have yourself a dalad formed by the ritsuish and not by the kesher. That's the what we call... Uh, the, the shape of a dollar. Based on that, you have a, a very interesting halacha. There's a halacha, the Gemara says, that a person's tefillin should not be turned around. If the, if the ritzuis are flipped around, so the person can say you have to fast. Now, it doesn't mean uh, we pass in halacha so you have to fast. It doesn't mean any part of your ritzuis. Specifically, specifically, we're concerned about the the place of the kesher. That's how it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch and Achorinim. So, the Mishabur points out, if the place of the kesher, which makes a dalad in your tefillin, is is your uh, is your straps, one going left, one one going down, so then so then you have to be very careful that that part is not turned around. So especially if you have a uh, a double dalad, the square knot, you should be extra careful not to have your tefillin straps, uh, uh, you know, the black facing in and it being being turned turned over being flipped. It happens to be if someone does have the black on black ritsuis, the double black ritsuis, even though we said maybe there are those persons that are that are not pro it, but if you do have it, so halakhali you're definitely yaitza we said, and you have this benefit that even if it's turned around, if you look at the prima godam, he's mashma, that if it's still black on the inside and it gets, gets twisted towards the outside, as long as it's black facing outward, then your yaitza, your 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 din, it's not called a flipped ritsua, and you're good to go. Now there happens to be a third uh, type of knot that people make, which is alpikabala. I will try to find the picture and send it out on Friday. And you, you typically do not see it. It's not a it's not a square. It's not a it's not a perfect dollar that uh, the litfisher wear. It's a different type of dollar. Of Shachter in a Sefer Nefesh Harav, he quotes that Rav Salavechik said, I think it's in page 105, 106, I don't have an army. He says that there are three things, three, three minhagim. Basically, you should keep every single minog that your family has, except for three things. One of them was eating in the sukkah, you know, or not eating in the sukkah, Shemini Atzeres. Um, the other one, I think, was to wear tefillin specifically in Chalamite, even if your minog is not to. And the third one, which is Nagea today, today's discussion is that you should not use a double dollar. You should use a single dollar knot, even if your minute is to use a double dollar. So, Rav Schechter, I think in an interview, or I heard him, I might have heard it a shear that he said on this, he said that his father, Rav Melech Schechter, used to have a double dollar knot. And when he learned by the Rav, by Rav Salavechik, he switched. And Rav Schechter himself now also has a regular dollar. But he said, if you ask my opinion... You know, in Nefesh he doesn't write his opinion. He says, it's not my safer. I'm just writing what Rav Salavechik held. But his opinion would have been that you shouldn't switch. I'm not sure if all three halachas, but definitely when it comes to the dollar, he felt that, no, there's definitely a halachic source. Aliyah Rabbah talks about it, the Mishmura, and it's a Minnegan Klai Yisrael. 
he felt that it, one should not change his minog if you were if your father bought you by mitzvah with a double dollar, and that's your family minog. So there's no reason to change. It's definitely a minog in Klaus Rome, Shabru brings it. That's Rav Schechter's opinion. Okay, so quickly, that's, without getting into too much of the of the of the machlekes and the rishonim, exactly where to put your tefillin shell, your your kasher shell tefillin. I just want to say halacha lemaisa. Halacha lemaisa, it should the, the worst place to put it is below the hairline in the back of in the back of your neck. That's already on your neck. It's not considered your your goyva harosh, and everyone agrees you are not yoitza. Your tefillin, if your kesher is below your hairline, so that's very important. Now, how high up should it be? So you see, some people try to put it really high, and it's still on the skull. So halacha is, it's, it's brought down. It sounds like you're supposed to do that, but the mishabur says, as long as you have a little bit toiv, he says it's it's good to have a drop of the kesher to be on the on the uh, the skull. And most of it should be in the guma. The guma is, if you feel the back of your head, you'll see that your your skull, you know, the, the hard part stops at a certain point, and you have soft soft flesh there. So that's where the kesha should be. But it should definitely be on a makam sar, on a place of hair. If you can, it's nice to have a drop of it on the on the hard skull, and some of it in the middle. In the soft spot, in order to be, in order to keep it in place, that's how the lavush paskins. So that's the proper place to put it. It should be centered, right opposite beni necha. That's what that's what the uh, the shulchan says, and that's the best place to have your kasher shot. So maybe we'll send out a picture if a person cannot uh, visualize what I'm saying. So we'll send out a picture on Friday, but sometimes you'll see that's a yeshiva bachrim. They'll, they'll, they have to put their hat on. So you wear a black hat on top of your tefillin. So often it pushes the kesher shal tefillin down. Over the course of one's life, their tefillin shal stretches. So at some point, it might be that you, in order for you to tighten your tefillin, you're actually putting your kesher shal tefillin too low. So one should definitely from time to time check it out. Additionally, and finally, when someone is borrowing someone's tefillin, often the kesh, the, 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 it's, it's too big. Someone has a much bigger head than you, so it's too big, and you won't be yotz your tefillin. You won't be yotz tefillin sharosh by having uh, by not by if the kesher is way too back, too far back. It's not considered on your head; it's on your neck, and you're not yotz your tefillin. Okay, so tomorrow we'll get into another question. The Gemara tells us that it says we we know that if a person's a righty, you put your tefillin on your left hand, as the pasuk says. Uh, so the Gemara Darshan's Yadkea, your weak hand. So if a person is a righty, so his weak hand is his left hand. If you're a lefty, your 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 weak hand is your right hand. Additionally, there's another drush of the Gemara it says the Gemara says Ukshartem, you should tie them Ukhsaftam and and you write them. So the Gemara says the Gemara Darshan's whatever you write with, that's how you should tie with. So if you write with your right hand, you should tie it's filling with your right hand, meaning put it on your left hand. So if someone's a righty, put it on your left hand, le- lefty, put it on your right hand. Let's say you were born a righty, but you were uh, trained to be a lefty. Your, your parents were hoping you're going to make someone's uh, bullpen in the major leagues. So they, they made you a lefty, a southpaw. So still, if that's how you are right now, you're a lefty. So halacha is you put your phone on your right hand. What gets complicated is when someone writes with the right hand and they, don't, they do everything else with their left hand or the opposite. They, they do everything with the right hand, but they write with the left hand. So Mr. Shem will talk about that tomorrow, what exactly to do. If someone's a switch hitter, ambidextrous, it does get into halachas if someone gets injured. So we will discuss this with Mr. Shem tomorrow.